Hello, everyone. My name is David Smith, and this is the Armchair Commentary. On this week's episode, it's a smorgasbord of goodies. I talk about the slumping Blue Jays, despite Teoscar Hernandez's best efforts. Talk about the NHL approving ads on their jerseys and the collective freakout of the old-school NHL fan. Owen Power decides to stay in Michigan for another year. NFL preseason is underway. We got some rookie overreactions. And on this day in sports history, a very special place for racing opens up. If you are not already subscribed to the podcast, please make sure to do so. Don't forget to check me out over on youtube.com slash armchair commentary. If you can hit sub there, that would greatly, uh, I greatly appreciate it. To be honest with you, it is a fantastic format to consume podcasts. You can do it at work, do it wherever you get your podcast normally. If you prefer the old school audio format, again, we're available wherever you get your podcasts. If you're looking for merch, head over to redbubble.com slash armchair commentary and check out the merch we have available. So without further ado, showtime. What's up, everyone? It is David Smith, host of the Armchair Commentary. Uh, you may notice something a little di- bit different here. We're going with a different video setup. Lost the headphones. Uh, can't wear my glasses because, oh, that's right. We have lighting. So I am glasslessless today until I figure out how to do this lighting thing better. But hey, I'm a video noob, so give me a little bit of credit and a little bit of time. We're working on it and improving the show as best we can. This week, I want to start off with my Toronto Blue Jays, who were on cloud nine after a fantastic trade deadline, picking up Jose Barrios, losing some big, uh, you know, prospect pieces in the in the return, but picking up some definite needed arms going into a nine game road trip that seemed very winnable. They come out of that road trip with a record of three and six on the road trip. Not a great record. Um, And they're really in a tough spot. I think they have a little more than 40 games left. It's not a ton of games. And it's going to be difficult to make the playoffs from the position they're in. That said, it's not impossible. A good run can happen. And we've seen it happen before, in particular with the Blue Jays. So I wish them luck. I'll be watching down the stretch, hoping and uh, crossing my fingers and praying to whatever sky ghost I can. Um, the one lone bright spot in my mind was Teoscar Hernandez, who is hitting 317 for the year, 22 homers, 84 RBI, and uh, honestly has been fantastic when this team has needed him. He had another great game yesterday. Unfortunately, the Barrios couldn't continue and the bullpen just it blew it after uh, after taking the lead. So tough loss. Um, speaking of tough losses for the Jays, George Springer. Uh, will be sidelined uh, with a knee issue. I believe it's a knee. It could be an ankle. Either way, no more Springer homers, Springer dingers, as we like to call them. But some people hate that, apparently. So where do you stand on Springer dingers? Let me know in the comments. Tag me on socials. Where do you stand on Springer dingers? Um, and lastly, in Major League Baseball, Shohei Otani. Old Showtime. 
still not hitting as well. I mean, okay, so let me preface this by saying, man's a unicorn. He's pitching and hitting. I'm not saying anything bad about the guy, but what I am saying is he's not hitting at the level of like Miguel Cabrera. He's not uh, an all-time incredible hitter. He's hitting 269, which is very good. He's got 40 dingers, so he's hitting them over the fence. He's got the same 87 RBIs that Teoscar Hernandez has. Hernandez has 84 RBIs. Otani has 87. All that tells me is that the team around him isn't that great. And we're talking about the same team that has Mike Trout on it. So uh, unfortunately, he's in a tough spot, but uh, had another stellar uh, performance going eight innings and hitting another dinger. So he's actually eight and one with over 100 innings pitched and 120 strikeouts. So... Uh, Shohei definitely uh, looks like a front runner for MVP, even though I'm still going to hold a candle for my boy Vladdy. I still think Vladdy's my guy, and uh, it's going to be tough not to give him the MVP. So uh, they're going to give it to Showtime, and deservedly so. I'm not here to disparage the man for what he does. He plays on a bad team. That's not his fault. Uh, Vladdy does everything he can to make teams win, but uh, Showtime pitching and hitting, kind of unheard, so... Shifting our focus to the pond, well, arenas, the NHL has decided unanimously that they're going to allow advertisements on their jerseys. What? The NHL made a sound business decision? Hold the phone. You're telling me that a league that has a flat cap has decided it's okay to have ad revenue? Are we talking about the, the right league here? The NHL, not the NBA or Major League Soccer or, you know, Major League Baseball, but the, the actual NHL. That's the one we're talking about? That's right. Met with, of course, the most amount of criticism possible in a flat cap league. And I can't say this loud enough. You ready? In a flat cap league, you cannot, you can't, you can't do it. You can't not generate revenue. They take the revenue that's generated by all the teams, all 32 teams, and they say, okay, 50% of this is your revenue. And then they roughly divide that by the 32 teams, and that's our cap. The Leafs want more money to spend on more talent. They need a higher cap. They don't have it. No one has the cap space right now, so I don't understand why people are getting so upset about this. There's literally manufacturer labels on the jerseys right now. It does not bother me one bit. And we're not talking about going full NASCAR here. We're not talking about patches all down. We're not talking about the European League where it's like giant banners. I think it's a three-inch patch. It's a three-inch patch on the shoulder. You're going to notice it. Uh, nobody said boo about the helmets. No one looked at... No one this past season said, man, those helmets really suck. They're really awful. I can't believe they have... PNC Bank on those helmets. Can't believe they got Scotiabank on those helmets. No one said anything about it. Let the league generate revenue. It's better for the sport. Get on board. I'm sorry. It's a bad take saying it. it's bad for the league. It's a bad take. It's so out of touch with what needs to happen. And you could come after me in the comments. Let me know what you think in the comments. Uh, let me know on social media what you think. I am fully supportive of this. It really needs to happen. Um, also in the NHL, uh, first overall pick in this past year's draft, Owen Power has decided he's going to return to Michigan 
next season instead of suiting up for the Buffalo Sabres. What this means is not much really. He's going to take another year of development, uh, figure out where his game is, get the full college experience, I believe is what he said. So good for Owen Power. Uh, wish him all the best and uh, hopefully he'll be playing for Team Canada uh, come, I believe he's still eligible for the juniors, but if he's not, uh, congrats to Owen Power. Good luck uh, in the Frozen Four if Michigan makes it. Uh, in a different uh, segment here, I'm going to, I'm hoping later on either next week or later this week to be in conversation with Victor Nava from Boomtown Breaks, a uh, card breaking group, but also a uh, what I'm going to call a dealer in nostalgia. So Vic is a card breaker. He sells cards. Um, he's been around the hobby for a long, long time. And anybody that's been in the sport card uh, or Star Wars cards or Garbage Pail Kids cards or uh, Hot Wheels or action figures or posters or comics or graphic novels or anime or classic video games all of it is nostalgia and we'll be spinning off a segment called nostalgia inc where i'm in conversation with vic about the things that are going on in uh current time but really talking about the past um I'm really looking forward to it, and I hope you are too. Uh, make sure to uh, follow Boomtown Breaks on Facebook. Uh, he's an excellent guy and could not uh, be happier with his success. I wish him all the best. He's going to, uh, I think you're going to enjoy our conversation a lot. Um, in the card world right now, there's actually some pretty major news. The FBI has been investigating major uh, auction house PWCC. PWCC is known for some of the largest card sales on earth. They will be the guys that are selling Charizards and Michael Jordans and Honus Wagners. Like they're the people that are selling all the top end cards. And apparently the CEO has been uh, in contact with people asking them to bid up cards so that the value of the card is inflated artificially. This is called shill bidding. If you're unaware of shill, build, shill bidding, it's artificially inflating the price so that it sells for a higher price, knowing full well that you aren't going to actually pay if you were the winner. Um, it kind of makes someone that's not there. If I were betting, let's say I wanted a Michael Jordan rookie card and I bid $10,000 and someone said, Hey, can you bid that up another $10,000? And I go, oh, well, I still want this card, so I bid the next little bit. I'm not actually paying fair market value for it. So the FBI has been investigating it. eBay actually cut ties with them. There was a whole press release, um, a lot on the story. It's very interesting because this means that the hobby is shifting again. It shifted pre-pandemic, it shifted post-pandemic. And now uh, that a major auction house has been cut from eBay, We've shifted again. Uh, over on the gridiron, boy, we've had one week of preseason and already, already, uh, Justin Fields is going to be the greatest quarterback in Bears history and Zach Wilson's awful, cut the guy and uh, Trevor Lawrence looks like he couldn't, you know, catch the cold in a wet paper bag. It, Overreaction week one is probably one of my favorite things on earth. Uh, rookies are going to rookie. 
people are learning offenses. And yes, you're playing against the twos and sometimes the threes, the second team and maybe even the special teams and maybe guys that don't even have a job yet. The other thing that's happening during these preseason games is people are trying different things. People are really making an effort to diversify their playbook, do something a little more creative and different. And that might mean that Lamar Jackson is picked off five times in practice. That might mean that Tom Brady plays in a game and it looks weird. And you're wondering why he's playing in this stuff. It might mean that your favorite player looks like a god or a fool. But I have to remind you, the stats don't count. The games don't count. It's the preseason. It's a feeling out process. We're here to watch these guys learn the offense. That's what the rookies are doing. You're looking for the raw talent, the ability to read a defense, no matter what kind of defense it is, and can they keep up with the speed of the game? So overreaction uh, after week one is hilarious, and I love it. I love it. I am here for it. But, boy, we just need to let's just bring it down a level, right? We just bring it down just a little bit. Uh, my Patriots are a prime example of, uh, I should, here we go. Patriots. Uh, Mac Jones comes in and throws. Boy, that's uncomfortable. Mac Jones comes in and looks okay. He just looks good. He doesn't look awful. He doesn't look horrendous, but he, he did come out to an ovation, which probably made Cam feel a little rough. And I really hope that, um, I'm not, look, I'm not one of those people that's sitting here and going, uh, Cam slander. Let's, uh, let's throw Cam under the bus because I don't think he deserves it. I mean, I know he's got a, he's a little weird and he's got an attitude and people don't understand the fashion. People don't understand any of it, but um, he wants to play football. And if he can play it well, then go for it. I don't have any problem. If you have a problem with Cam Newton playing good football, I don't see the issue. The problem isn't when he plays good football. The problem is when he doesn't play good football and he tries to do too much, like he is a 23-year-old that hasn't been hit or injured a ton of times. That's not Cam anymore. It's not. Mac Jones came out and the stadium erupted. It wasn't quite a standing ovation. It was a preseason game, but uh, it gave me all the feels. And honestly, I'm okay with it. I love Cam, but I think that uh, Mac is the QB of the future. And Bill Belichick has made that clear. So I'm a big, uh, big Mac Jones guy. I'm here for it, to support him. Whether he's garbage or not, I don't know. We'll see what happens. All sorts of different quarterback scenarios that are going on. Be sure to stay tuned because as we get closer, we are going to delve into some NFL conversation. Uh, if you are interested in a fantasy football league, uh, please send me a message on social media. Hit me up on Instagram at Armchair Commentary uh, or on Twitter at Armchair Common 2. I am looking to set up a fantasy league, just a standard PPR, full point PPR. Um, kicker defense league maybe just for kicks maybe just for fun we'll do kicker but maybe probably not i'm gonna be honest we probably won't do kicker they're awful i don't like kicker leagues don't tell anyone uh lastly on this week in sports history august 19th 1909 way back when in indianapolis a little speedway opened up. That's right, the Indianapolis Speedway, home of the Indy 500, opened up on this week in sports history, August 19th, 1909. 
That's a whole heck of a long time ago. If you've ever been to the Indy 500, please let me know in the comments. I'd greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much for checking out this week's episode of the Armchair Commentary. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, please feel free to voice them in the comment section or on my social media at Armchair Commentary, at Armchair Comment 2 on Twitter, and also find us on Facebook. Don't forget to download the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Hit that thumbs up. I'll see you again next week. Thanks for checking it out. And that does it for this week's episode of the Armchair Commentary. Again, if you can head over to youtube.com slash armchaircommentary, I would greatly appreciate it if you could sub to me over there. Uh, working my way up to a thousand subscribers uh, so that we can improve and continue to improve the podcast. Plus, it is a different way to consume the content. If you like this content, don't forget to share it with a friend. Let other people know about it. These are all free things you can do that help me and show me that you are supporting this podcast. Um, if you're looking for merch, another way to support, if you have the funds, and I understand not everybody does, can head over to redbubble.com and check out the Armchair Commentary merch. I'd like to thank my friends over at the Sportsocracy for continuing to provide excellent fantasy news and football talk. Uh, they're available on youtube.com every morning. Uh, they're based out of the Asheville area and uh, in the Carolinas. You definitely want to check them out. Um, well worth the watch. Uh, and I also want to give a shout out to my pal Anthony Abbott over at the Down the Pub podcast, who uh, is still putting out excellent uh, footy news. If you're looking for uh, some of the best soccer interviews that you're going to find from an everyman, uh, you're definitely going to want to check out Down the Pub podcast. It has been an interesting week in the world of sport. Can't wait to do it again next week. Thank you so much for checking me out. Let's do it again later. Stay safe. <laughs>